Hopefully today we actually have a clear visage of us both. But uh, today we're discussing a, well, very, very impactful episode of uh, the fantastic sitcom Scrubs, sort of a medical-based comedy. I suppose, Aiden, if you want to far away, what what does this episode mean to you? Yeah, I mean, we'll do a little bit of background first. Uh, if mm-hmm. people haven't been aware of what Scrubs is, it is uh, quite an old sitcom which makes me feel even older um, <laughs> so this initially was airing in america in 2001 on nbc uh, it, it lasted for nine seasons about 181 episodes mm-hmm. um so it ended about 10 11 years ago um but is quite it ended 10 11 years ago <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that does make me feel old it's extremely popular um i know um i have a, I have a friend who's a doctor and he said it's one of the more um accurate descriptions of how working in a hospital is um obviously you know some of it's not with yeah. you know the characters and so forth but like that the the serious parts are very accurate and stuff and, and like the diagnosis and stuff which is pretty cool um but yeah so scrubs is essentially about um a bunch of medical uh students who have fresh out of school and have started their in- internship at a hospital and we follow the main character the central character who is jd and then we have his best friend, Turk, uh, his eventual girlfriend, Carla, and then um, their friend slash JD's will-they-won't-they-love-interest, Elliot. And then you've got a um, surrounding cast around that who are absolutely fantastic. Um, my personal favourite, Dr. Cox, who um, <laughs> is quite prevalent in this episode. So, um, yeah, JD, if you don't know this episode uh, series or episodes very well, JD's um, a very bubbly looky go um type guy he um often kind of looks away like this and then kind of starts um fantasizing things or goes off on a tangent uh, and we see these like thoughts in his head and then it flashes back to um the main plot um something that scrubs perfectly does well and the balance is more often than not is extremely uh, executed well is it's a comedy first, but um, it has some absolutely amazing, impactful um, and emotional scenes uh, and meanings behind it. Um, the writers are extremely clever. Um, mm-hmm. So it was created by Bill Lawrence. Um, and the episode we're going to be looking at today is from season three, and it is episode 14, called My Screw Up. Um, this is actually the joint first highest rated episode on IMDb with very good reason. Um, I'm pretty sure it's also was nominated. I'm not sure if it won, so I'd have to have a look for a, um, for an award. And that's, again, one of the few episodes that ever had that from Scrub. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, we'll kind of dive into it. So the writers for this episode was Garrett Donovan and Neil Goldman. Um, and this came out in February 2004 in America. Uh, I don't know when it came out in the UK. I'm pretty sure it was about a year or two afterwards because I remember watching this quite young. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Dr. Cox in his uh, wife slash not wife, Jordan, um, are having their son's first birthday celebrations. Um, We are then introduced to the gang, uh, a character called Ben. And if you have been watching from season one, you will remember him from season one. And he is played by the one and only Brendan Fraser, who at the moment is having an absolute resurgence in popularity, which I'm all for because I think he's an absolutely 
terrific actor and in this episode especially he he is the stealing show mm-hmm. um so yeah um the character of ben he kind of um is very relaxed uh, kind of lives life to the fullest has no regrets uh, likes to joke around and he's dr cox's best friend which is kind of a, a yin and yang dr cox if you don't know is an extremely pissed off um narcissistic quite arrogant doctor with a soft spot for everyone and people he cares about but he doesn't really show it it's all very sarcastic it's very you know tough love is the way to win them over so there's quite a nice um kind of double act going on for this episode uh but yeah ben and the other thing is ben always has a camera with him and is always taking polaroid pictures of moments so that is quite important from season one and to now uh in season one he was diagnosed with leukemia uh, but he went into remission, so he's back from this, and they're basically kind of happy to see him because they didn't know what happened to him since. Um, so we're kind of going through the episode. Um, JD is taking care of a patient who has a irregular heartbeat, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and Doctor Cox convinces him to do a favor for him, and he's like, "Don't worry, nothing's going to happen in half an hour. It's only an irregular heartbeat." Um, and then by the time Doctor Cox comes back and JD comes back uh, they are both informed that uh, the patient actually died and Dr Cox is fuming at JD uh, he is literally laying into him um, we also have a kind of B plot of um, Turk trying to convince Carla not to get his mole removed from his lift um, but if he does she'll take his surname because yeah. yeah, they're getting married and if she doesn't then yeah he won't get it removed um, He go, he's going with it he's going to try and do it um but every time he does he kind of bails out and he's trying to get jd and elliot to basically change her mind um we also have a really really short um c plot with elliot trying to get rid of a bunion on her foot for when sean her current boyfriend uh returns and there's a whole thing that is absolutely disgusting and no one can do it um so yeah i mean i'm 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 hamming this up really you know you need you need to watch the episode to really understand why this is so good you know the, for, for about probably most of the episode 90% of the episode it's your typical scrubs it's a really funny quite light-hearted um sitcom with a bit of a you know depth to it about loss and denial and um you know death uh, because this old man died and dr cox is fuming at jd and jd is basically getting blanked by dr cox who is his, like his idol his mentor yeah um, and Ben is basically with Dr. Cox this whole time, been like, just lay off him, like, it's fine. And, and like, he's making Dr. Cox laugh. He's like, just, you know, if you can joke with me, you can joke with him. Like, just, you know, let it go. Stop, stop being so pissed off with him for, you know, this person dying. Um, so, yeah, we kind of move through that plot. And then just before the, uh, probably the last five, ten minutes, um, Dr. Cox walks in and sees JD in the shower room, uh, makes a joke about him when red shower shorts which is quite funny but he then eventually does forgive him he says that it wasn't his fault and you know he just needed to kind of accept that um and then we have a nice switch and bait at the end of the episode where the gut punch comes in and tears all around for all audiences starts to come in and it turns out i'm actually getting shivers talking about it and it actually turns out at the very end of the episode um dr cox is talking to ben he's like ah we're finally here i can't believe i'm going to this party and jd breaks dr cox's concentration and says where do you think we are 
and as he says that everything kind of falls into place and you realize that you you were never going to this birthday party or if you were thinking it was the old man that died you were actually wrong it was actually ben the entire time and dr cox uh, was actually seeing ben as a ghost or you know as, as a, a way of coping with the loss of this character uh, it's, it's phenomenal um it, it it's it's a it's a plot twist where it's not shoehorned, it's not forced, but it it, it strikes you. I mean, I've, mm. I I this is one of the most prevalent episodes for me. Um, I remembered it from when I was younger, and actually rewatching it, I didn't remember the twist till the very end, and it still hit me just as hard. Um, and this is kind of why I wanted to do this episode. Um, so before I kind of ramble on, uh, and again, I'll apologise for butchering summing up that plot, but. I think people just need to go and watch this episode. Yeah. Um, and, and and even if you know the twist, it's still gut wrenching. But um, Nathia, do you want to kind of speak your piece on this episode and what you thought, and then we'll go back to how Scrubs has impacted us because completely forgot to do that. Uh, yeah. So um, I recently rewatched this. So I my my relationship with Scrubs is that I I've watched a lot of the episodes, but never like continuously. So it was always. Yeah pretty much always on Australian TV when I was growing up. So it was it was one of those prevalent shows like The Simpsons and NCIS where you could almost guarantee that it was always on TV. So I saw a lot of it as a kid. And I have vague memories of this episode. You know, I remember Brendan Fraser being in um, Scrubs, but I didn't, of course, remember the uh, the reason why he was in the show and especially, you know, the context of this episode and everything that happens in it. And so it was... It was it was tough watching this episode. Like it, it really, it really is quite an emotional twist because it does, you know, it's it's set up, it's hinted at, and it's you know the the signs all through it. You know, people don't really re- you know, acknowledge Ben's you know ex- existence, and he's just kind of mm-hmm. in these positions where he, you know a random civilian wouldn't be in in, in you know middle of a medical ward, but he's there. And if the more you like look at it, you can see the signs, but. And then on your first viewing, you know, after ages, it really did really strike me. The, uh, mm. the sort of, as you said, the bait and switch where you think it's going to be the old man. You know, you, you, you get a sense of that something's wrong. It's actually a funeral. They're all in suits. And you're like, oh, he's attending the funeral of the old man. But then it's, you know, a double bluff almost that it's actually Ben's, which makes it hit all the harder, I think. is Yeah. It's, it's, it's a double layer of tragedy. And I think. I mean, it was worse for me because I was mm. still in the pretense that. They were going to Ben's party and just wearing suits and <laughs> yeah, they were like going to go yeah. to the picnic or something. And it's not until, like I said, I remembered where this was actually going that it all kind of snapped back to me. But mm. uh, yeah, still just as striking as ever. Yeah, no, I, I think it's so so beautifully delivered in the way that The Scrubs is a comedy sort of sitcom. So to, 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 to deliver such an, an emotive, you know, it's a very short episode, it's 20 odd minutes long. Mm. And to deliver such a, you know, build up and then you know, quite a, a striking emotional climax it's really really impressive the way they've written it really impressive yeah i agree i mean scrubs you know this isn't a one one off beat for scrubs they do mm-hmm. quite a few episodes with a lot of emotional depth and meaning um but i think this one for me and for many other fans was kind of this was the first time they really went hard with it and went real with it mm-hmm. and especially when you go for a character like dr cox who is you know the typical hard-ass character it was quite jarring to see this character completely break down at the end of the episode as well like there's no there's no 
hiding it. You know, he he he's sat front and centre at this funeral. He has JD next to him. He has his you know his wife Jordan next to him, and they both comfort him, which is something he's never about. And he's you know he's mm-hmm. he's in tears. Um, yeah. Um, Doctor Cox actor whose name has for the life of me has slipped away was fantastic in this episode. Yeah. Um, they all are. The cast are always on form, but this episode really is. Um, something in itself. Um, uh, we'll quickly jump back to how Scrubs. Um, I know you've kind of mentioned it already, but um, so for Scrubs for me was kind of similar to you. Um, it was one of them shows I watched a lot when I was a kid. It was just always kind of on TV. Um, and you know you could kind of follow it in and out without really following the plot too much. Um, actually, yeah. I've been going back and I've started binging it from season one. And actually, there is quite a nice. Um, overarching plot per season which is quite nice but you don't have to start to finish it to understand what's going on you can kind of get the gist of each character very quickly which is again credit to how well written this show is um but it, uh, this show has meant a lot to me because i think it was one of the first tv shows that i remember where i actually did feel such an emotion and i think it probably i think it definitely was this episode that did it i remember you know i was only a child but i'd not long lost my granddad to cancer you know the same sort of illness that brendan fraser's character goes for and the whole using you know pretending someone is still there to cope with your grief even as a child i kind of got i caught wind of that and it absolutely devastated me and i remember after watching that episode i was like i want to watch more but mm. for a completely different reason it was no longer just a hard oh, this is a you know a light-hearted haha sort of thing yeah. um it, it was a it was a show that had some depth to it and obviously i watched it again as a teen um a lad from school i know we both used to love it so we'd watch episodes and we were kind of like you know we were the jd and turk <laughs> kind of duo but you know that that's just high school um hijinks yeah. and all that but you know and especially watching it now as an as an adult there are so many themes that this show deals with and and you know it, it it's it dates quite well there are a few things in there where you're like oh that's that's you know <laughs> like there's a bit of homophobia in there it's it's, it's not, yeah, it's, not <laughs> it's a bit it's light-hearted it's not acceptable now and you know but like the, like the men don't like to express each other's feelings to each other too much and like if they do something that's slightly you know feminine it's like oh that's gay mm. so there's a few things that kind of haven't dated as well but i think people need to get past that and look that actually there's a lot going for this show and also that them sort of jokes unfortunately were part of the time yeah and you yeah. know part of that culture um, I think if you remade Scrubs now, and and you know I can't remember the latest series, but as we probably go on, it will probably start to change a bit. Um, but yeah, this this episode is just is fantastic. I mean, um, I did a bit of research on this episode, um, you know, because I wanted to see other people's reactions, and you know, a lot of people felt the same. They felt like it dealt with loss and grief extremely well. The uh, the twist as such was executed so well and 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 hurt a lot of people but not in a Mm. nasty way it was just like oh my god it is like that to lose someone you know i've lost people and you know i'm sure you and many people who will listen to this who don't listen to this have lost someone in their life and you don't for a while you know it is the five stages of grief but you don't something snaps you back and eventually you just go oh my god yeah they're, they're not here anymore and that's really hard to take and you know i mean we're talking we're talking about this and i think 
you can tell from the mood here, and you know, I hope listeners can tell from the mood. This isn't this isn't one we're kind of joking around and making digs and shots and yeah. this this is real life and this is why I wanted to do this mm. episode. It was a you know the second I watched it a couple uh, a couple of days ago, I was like, okay, I want to do this episode. I forgot how good it is. I forgot how prevalent it is. And I think for anyone who's lost someone, it's a hard watch, but I think it's a must watch. I think mm-hmm. it makes you realize what it's like to go through the loss of something from an outside view. And I think it's quite comforting. I know we were saying in our last episode with um, Archie and Josh, mm-hmm. we were talking about um, dark or like, you know, sad content where if it's oversaturated in one viewing, it can be extremely draining. Yeah. But this episode kind of did the opposite. It was extremely lighthearted for most of it. You still had the drama and the emotion behind it, but it was quite, there was a lot of jokes in it. You had the B plot that was, you know, pretty humorous for the most of it. So it kind of kept you in that kind of good spirit. And then that final gut punch, yes, it made you feel, you know, absolutely distraught but for the right reasons and then you can look back and go that was a really good episode because of the characters and how funny it was and that actually all led to this meaningful moment mm-hmm. um yeah yeah um is there anything else you want to say i'm, I'm kind of rambling it's just i think no, this episode no. hit hits a lot of beats um i think yeah no i i think also that the the you know the main main plot of dr cox and, and ben is you know the, the the core of the episode but i also think um the sort of the b plot as you mentioned about um uh, jd and his his, his fiance sort of reconciling oh turk and his fiance yeah sorry, sorry turk turk yeah. my bad uh, yeah. turk and his fiance reconciling about you know the things about each other which you know their, their mm. relationship issues and learning to accept one another for who they are you know you know the, the flaws right so dr kelso says that a really brilliant line actually he says you know when, yeah. when he finds um they're crying in the uh the drug closet he says to her you know it's the thing maybe you know it's the things that you hate that you'll you know will miss the most when they're gone yeah. and i think you know i think even that is brilliant even that resonates even that message of just you know learning to accept people for who they are and, and what they mean to you and and to to take them as a full person rather than just the, the bits you like you know and and i think that's yeah it's a really healthy message for a show to have you know like when you think about most i suppose like a lot of vapid i mean, say vapid that sounds a bit pretentious but you know st- stuff like it's it, it's it's it feels like a legitimate moral message rather than just sort of light-hearted you know uh, do yeah. good be good sort of thing i mean at the controversial time um just to kind of spin it out a bit um i i know the, the eras don't completely match up, but the, this this show was very much a constant um, part of my TV schedule along with Friends at the time. Uh-huh. And going back yeah. and looking back, you know, I don't have a bad thing to say about Friends. You know, I, I, I treasured it as, as uh, millions of people did around the mm-hmm. world. But as I've gotten older, as I've rewatched it, um, I feel that that's more nostalgia kicking in. And actually, that show, one, doesn't ever really deliver any very powerful messages. Yeah, you've got the drama and the world they weren't over Ross and Rachel, but that's really it. You don't yeah. have too much on the line. Whereas this show, I mean, this one episode probably 
you know, has more power and message in it than an, an entire season of Friends. And that's not me bashing <laughs> Friends, but it, it that they were the two things I kind of compared when I was younger. And and yeah. I, I obviously going back and watching it now, I'm like, they're, they're in a completely different league. Like, mm-hmm. this is just so well done. Um, yeah, so I, I just can't, I don't really know where to go with this. I just wanted to kind of have an episode where we celebrate this show because I think it has kind of gone under the radar. I think it's become a bit of a, you know, the the the, the noughties to like twenty tens kind of hidden gem. Now I don't I don't hear anyone talking about it um, unless you've already watched it. Yeah. Um, and even people who haven't watched it who are you know our age go, oh yeah, I've, I've heard of it, or yeah, I've watched one or two. Um, and it was quite important, but obviously, uh, you know, it's ten years since it's it's stopped airing. I think yeah. it just needs a bit of a shout out. It needs a bit of a love, like Brendan Fraser, the whole re- re- <laughs> um, resurgence with him. I don't see why Scrubs can't have the same thing. I don't want a revival. I don't need a reunion cast. I just think people need to appreciate how powerful this series was and how well it holds up for a show that's you know twenty years old, essentially. Yeah, no, I I think um, I think you're right. Like I remember with my friends in in Australia, the friends. Um, when I was there, at least, just 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 to clarify, I, I I spent a number of years of my youth in in Australia, and my friends they had uh, a weird sort of fascination with American sitcoms, so stuff like Seinfeld, mm. Scrubs, and The Simpsons. Uh, you know, we're talking like young young teenage guys were just absolutely obsessed with Seinfeld, Scrubs, and and The Simpsons. And I think uh, in Australia they they have some 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 great sort of uh, Simpson sort of. You know, if you look at Friendly Geordies or the, the two dollar discount as well as that sort of Simpson based Australian po- podcast, there's a lot of sort of impact that the Simpsons has had in that sort of culture and, and Scrubs as well. I think is that you know these American sitcoms were sort of mass produced and shipped out you know across the globe. So you know it's not just people in America consuming this product; it's people all over the world. And so you know you say it's it's underrated, and I, I think I'm I'm inclined to agree, but. I think there's also a lot of people that, that do appreciate it for what it is. And mm. you are right that there are some things about it that are dated and stuff like that. But in my personal opinion, that sort of, I guess, uh, moral relativism is, is, you know, it misses the point of the show, right? Like you're, you're missing, because you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. So you'd be missing the, yeah. you know, the, the, amazing, the amazing writing, like the, the delivery and everything simply because at one point they make a joke about gay chicken, you know? And I appreciate that, that, yeah. that that's that's of its time, and you know you can say that. But I just I, I wanted to mention that because I know we're in a culture recently where things are going like people are going back and looking at things and going for them and yeah. getting you know yeah. protesting and cancel culture, mm-hmm. and and that's fine. Some things do need to be rectified. Some things do need to go back and be looked at. But this was just an innocent thing, and you know mm-hmm. as bad as it sounds, and and I will put my hands up because it was part of that culture. It was a thing to say when you were young as a lad. Oh, don't do that. That's gay. Yeah. And and you know, looking back on it, it is terrible. But it's part of the culture we lived in, and you know, we can't change that then, but we can change it now. And that's why I kind of picked it up when I was watching it. Even you know, my partner, we both kind of went, wouldn't get away with that in in, in this day and age, and, and you yeah. know, it's not acceptable. But again, I, I'm what I'm trying to say to the audience, and I know you're agreeing with me here, is 
look past those little flaws in in a, in a show that is a, an, you know initially 20 years old it's in a dated time it's in a time where things were different look past that and look at how fucking great this show is it's pushing real meanings behind it yeah i mean um i don't obviously you may have clocked it whilst um watching it i've watched it a few times and i you know did my research but um a lot of jd's monologues uh which is when you know to the audience when he speaks to himself and we hear it mm-hmm. um he's talking about the five stages of grief there's just little subtle things oh, really? and then it kind of yeah kind of um leads into something that dr cox is doing with ben um it, some of it's more prevalent than other but yeah um again it's just great writing like they you know the the monologue talks that's it i've just found it so jd's monologue talks about denial when ben first dies mm-hmm. and then then he talks about acceptance as the episode concludes and obviously that's when dr cox accepts that his friend has actually passed away brilliant you know just something so subtle yeah no i i, I hadn't picked up on that at all but uh that that's that's even... i mean i'll go through some of the trivia with the whole obviously the whole bait and switch of ben passing away because mm-hmm. i i wouldn't have clocked this yeah and again i think because you're so emotionally invested in the episode by the end you don't go and go yeah i noticed that and if you did great because i definitely didn't but um so the the first thing that kind of gives it away is excuse me at the beginning of the episode um ben's taking photographs with his camera which is what i mentioned is very prevalent mm-hmm. well actually halfway through the episode he's not seen with the camera and doesn't take any more photos again something you wouldn't really clock straight away but he actually says to um jd i think it's jd um he'll be taking photos till the day he dies well he dies and then the camera's no longer with him mm. i mean look at that that gut-wrenching yeah. um there's there's loads of them i'm just going to pick a few good ones um what's another good one um so yeah, when Doctor Kelso, as you said, um, sees Carla's crying in the um in the closet, mm-hmm. uh, she says it's been an emotional few days. So obviously we perceive that as everything going on with her and Turk and the mole removal. Yeah. But it could also be the fact that Ben's died because he knew a lot of the smaller group from Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I kind of I did clock this time, and this was without even realizing what the ending was coming, but. You notice that Dr. Cox is in the hospital for three days straight, doesn't change, and um, his beard has started to grow. Um, and also, Ben is in the same set of clothes he was in from the very beginning of the episode to the very end of the episode. Yeah. Which, I yeah. again, I noticed and was like, that's a bit weird, but I didn't really think anything of it. Again, mm-hmm. it's all just very small um, things that add up to this big finale. And again, I'm only reading these out because I just think it's a credit to the writing staff that they, you know, they they managed to put these small things in to go. Oh, actually, we did tell you, but without going and holding up a sign, going, actually, this is where we're going, and that yeah. kind of leads me in nicely too. Um, there is actually a bit where Ben, Brendan Fraser's character, is sat above Elliot doing the puppeting. Oh yeah. There's actually a sign above him that says "Pay attention," which is obviously a nod to the audience to be like, "Pay attention oh, to right. this character." Yeah. It's not as it seems. Yeah, really, really clever. No, no, that that's that's fantastic, and 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 again, I'm just sort of blown away by all those sort of like I, I did say with 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 hindsight, you can look into the show and 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 sort of pull it apart and see the see where all the threads were leading. But I didn't hadn't realised it was in that depth, sort of you know, 
uh, JD dis his narr narration sort of discussing the, the the five stages of grief and all that. And again, you know, the puppeteering and the sign, I hadn't I hadn't noticed that at all. But that's fantastic. No, I I noticed one or two of them, like I said, from probably from repeat repeat yeah, repeated views mm -hmm. and subconsciously knowing what was probably coming gonna happen. But I'd completely forgot until the end. But Obviously, I've I've just gone back and researched this because I, I I I was so fascinated by this episode. Um, as soon as we turned it off, and, and I'm kind of a stickler for this. When I mm -hmm. watch something that I've enjoyed, I will go and do all the research. I'll look from the behind the scenes. I'll look at the trivia. I'll look at how X and Y happened. Um, and and I, and I had to do it with this straight away because I was just like, how did they manage to pull this off? And how did people react? I needed yeah. to know how people reacted. I wanted to know the impact that this episode had had on people. And yeah, the, I mean, the reviews, you know, go from the day it aired back in 2004. And, you know, there's still some coming in now. And it's just it's just in such a high regard because they, they just t tackled it so well. You know, I mean losing someone is not easy and there was no insensitivity in this episode at all they dealt with it exactly how some people because i can't say all because we all deal with grief in different ways but this is this is how some people deal with grief and you know refuse to accept that their friend family is gone um yeah I, I, again i know i keep rambling but i just i have nothing bad to say about this episode i just want people to go and watch it yeah. i want people to understand how incredible this show was and even if they don't want to go and watch the whole show just watch this episode or if you want to watch a few episodes go to season one and find the episode with brendan fraser in and then go and watch this episode because then it has an even more gut punch to it because we've already invested ourselves in this character before mm -hmm. yeah phenomenal episode um 10 out of 10 for me this is this is the kind of tv you don't get to see often but when you do it sticks with you yeah, see, I mean, like, I, I you, you mentioned uh, about watching the first episode of Brendan Fraser, but I think he definitely does, as you said, he sort of steals the show in this. In yeah. He, he, he never once gives it away, uh, the, the, the twist, but he also gives the character so much, uh, ironically enough, so much life that it makes mm. it all so much more painful at the end, is that, you know, we see him making Dr. Cox this normally extremely stern and 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 you know pessimistic and extremely cynical man you know working doctor he, he makes him he makes him happy and and, and you know you see him stood by the elevator and he actually says you know quite earnestly how much how sort of how happy he is to see ben again and you know thinking about that within the you know the, the context of what happens it just makes it all the more you know bitter and and yeah. You, know, you really get to see Dr. Cox's full full journey through this is that you know he gets the high of seeing his friend again just to to hit the you know absolute low of, of completely losing them and I think it's yeah. it's it, it, it to, to condense such uh, you know an emotional roller coaster into 20 minutes of, of you know sitcom you know form of form of entertainment is so so impressive so so impressive like I, 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 I struggle to think of an episode of any sitcom that, that has had you know this sort of impact on and you know, I, I can think of emotionally you know in, impactful TV but within that format of, 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 a, of a comedy and to, for it to so suddenly switch it's, it's, it's like you, you said it was handled so well is that it wasn't just a sudden you know bait and switch for the sake of it it wasn't just you're know, pulling at heartstrings for the sake of it it was 
meaningfully built towards and again like that build building to you know, towards this conclusion was was very clear if you look at it with hindsight and uh dr cox's journey particularly as a character within scrubs as i said that his past characterization has been very cynical to see a man like that you know end end the episode in tears when he's before been so you know cold and and so beyond it all it really again puts into perspective the the, the pain that's caused by loss to, to to lose someone that meant so much to you especially when you're a man like that you know you you, you, ten, you know he clearly has very <laughs> very few friends and so as he does does have you know as i said we see his his earnestness with with, with saying how much he you know how glad he was to see ben so yeah it's, it's a very 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 well done episode and and you know dr cox's progression through it and bren fraser's performance really really does carry it and kind of going back to what i and, and i'm kind of you know um kind of going back on myself here but like I said, some of the, sometimes Scrubs kind of made the whole mocking that men can't have feelings, they can't mm-hmm. share their feelings. They do, and, and the characters tend to eventually do it in the roundabout way, but they did not hold back with this, again, cynical, you know, pessimistic character who doesn't show emotion. They they, they just thought, we're going to strip this right back because yeah. they have lost someone, and he's in full breakdown tears again. Um, Dr. Cox's actor really goes hard with this and, you know, applaud him for it. He's a phenomenal actor in general, but this was, you know, this was the cream of the crop um, for me. Um, and I will say to you, I don't know if you've carried on watching, but um, this episode does uh, have some ramifications, uh, especially over the next one or two episodes. Um, they're still dealing with Ben's death. They're still mm-hmm. grieving over it. Um, Dr. Cox's character essentially does have this um like tipping point for him this is the changing in his character arc it's 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 not it's not huge it's not anything that's in your face but the ramifications of ben passing away does carry on through the next few episodes and from what i remember there is one or two more mentions of it throughout the series and again i just like that the show is dedicated to keeping the continuity about and keeping yeah. these things real because again that that is how people deal with death just because we don't mention them all the time doesn't mean we've forgotten about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just because we are happier or better or not sad anymore doesn't mean we still don't miss them and we're not torn up about it. We've just learned to cope with it. Again, yeah. it's a very powerful way of explaining loss to people, you know, and I, like Inside Out is very good for explaining mental health and stuff to children. I think for potentially a teenager i don't know who's gone through a significant loss maybe something like this would be a good way of giving them almost a gateway into wanting to talk about it you know this does the whole light-hearted keep it funny gut punch and then you've got the ramifications in the next few episodes and i think that'd be a good way for some people to kind of compare that because i know a lot of people yeah engulf themselves in media and find relatable content or find a character themselves in a character but if you find yourself you know if you've lost someone if you can find yourself in dr cox or you can find yourself in these characters i think you should yeah no absolutely if you can you know relate to that sort of sense of i suppose holding on to to someone that that denial and you know you can understand that sort of process that he goes through to to reconcile himself and um i think also one of the the major points that uh, Brennan Fraser's character makes towards the end of the episodes is that he, he wants Dr. Cox to forgive himself 
you know and i think that is a very very powerful powerful you know uh, ob obligation is he's providing to the doctor you know he's saying just just forgive yourself for me please and I, I i think that's that's one of the the hardest steps perhaps that a lot of people may find you know I, I, as you said yeah. everyone handles grief differently but especially when you're so closely tied to someone you know it, it can you know he he, he, he dr cox himself laments you know the fact that he didn't do enough and uh Especially, I suppose, as a doctor, you know, <laughs> the level of responsibility and, and, and impact you yeah. can have in that situation is, you know, is so much greater. But I think, you know, you can still extend that 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 feeling to, to you know a broader audience, and you know, people can find find something in that to relate to. Yeah, I mean, and and kind of you know touching on the whole nerding pack, this episode really did hit me um, quite hard. Um, you know, I've got a best friend who I'm very close with, kind of very similar to Brendan Fraser's character, very um, large as life, lives life to the moment. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this guy. It's just, I think it kind of made me, you know, you know, as we grow up, as we become adults, we don't always make time for our friends or sometimes life gets a hold of us. And, and I, I did text my friend literally five minutes after this, just been like, how's it going? Mm -hmm. It just kind of made me think, make the effort. Because again, this kind of whole episode is, um, they haven't seen him in two years. He didn't actually get his cancer um, checked during yeah. that time, and then and then he's gone. And again, it's another powerful kind of subject of you know time gets a hold of you, and if you don't make the most of it. And I know it sounds like a Hollywood cliche, but it is true. You know, if mm -hmm. we don't make yeah. time for our friends, for the people we care about, time will take it away. And I think that that you know. God, this episode is so good. It's so powerful. Um, Impact-wise, this will probably stick with me for a, quite a long time, and I'm glad we've done this episode. Um, yeah. I will I will keep screaming people to watch this for as long as I can. Um, and I, I probably will go back and watch it again down the line, um, just because I think sometimes it's nice to have a show that can ground you or bring up some emotion. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, I, I, I'm... I'm not afraid to admit at all that I'm an emotional person um, and the right song or the right TV show can can absolutely melt, make me melt like butter. And this episode did, it got me teared up and, you know, Scrubs, I, I made a joke to my partner that at the beginning that Scrubs will do two things. One, it will make my Spotify playlist larger than life because the soundtrack is phenomenal. And I, I want to give a shout out to the song that is played at the end of this um episode which is winter by joshua radin mm -hmm. um phenomenal song beautiful song goes so well with the uh ending of the episode um but yeah so the first thing was my spotify playlist and then the second thing is i was like i will be i will probably cry once or twice by the time we've binged this season mm -hmm. and yeah I'm, I'm i'm on to two now i think there was another episode that got me can't remember why but i think it was kind of near this episode so there was like the ramifications um yeah, I spoke a lot this episode. Uh, <laughs> I apologise, listeners, but yeah, this episode hit a lot of emotional buttons, and and I just thought we'd discuss that, yeah. have a bit more of a not not an adult because we are an adult, but I think have a bit more of a serious talk. Mm -hmm. You know, make it real. You know, life. This is real life. You know, people. We you know we lose people. We suffer. 
grief, we suffer mental health, we suffer with denial. These these things have an impact on us. And that's the other thing about the Nerd Impact podcast is impacts aren't always positive, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's, you know, there's going to be shows we'll discuss that we may have different views on. Um, mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I think that's the other thing is it's it's accepting that we feel these ways and we can discuss that with people without you know been disrespectful without being rude um it just so happened this episode did both hit us extremely uh, close to home mm-hmm. um and you know we discussed that outside of the podcast because i don't you know that's not for viewers to need to know but what i will say is anyone who is listening if they've lost anyone if they're feeling down if they you know they're struck with grief if there's anything that's negative with you please shout out to people doesn't have to be us if you want to shout out to us fine but shout out to someone talk to yeah, someone absolutely and, and learn to accept that you can't change everything but you can do enough for people no absolutely and i absolutely reiterate your message there that if you're in a position where you need support it's always better to go on with support than without it you know everyone struggles at times and there's so many sources of support you know i'm sure we'll, we'll link some of the stuff in the description sort of some helplines as well in case you know just just so the message gets out there that, that if you are struggling that there's always resources to to keep you going and if, if even if you if it is just watching an episode of scrubs or your favorite tv show or your favorite anime or your favorite you know song is there's always something out there that can help and and mm. keep you going and i think that's sort of what we want to advocate here as well is that you said you know impact doesn't always have to be positive but you know if it gives something giving you strength and and resilience is you know an impact in and of itself you know music that helps you get through it music that helps you you know persist or or tv shows that like you said help ground you and emotionally get you in a state where you feel like you're making the right decisions like you said reaching out to your friend and stuff like that is you know it, it it's it's important it's very very important and so as you know for an audience i hope that you know people appreciate that and and you know everything that we talk about we want to have a good impact i suppose you know yeah absolutely and and, and i know it kind of sounded like we were kind of verging towards talking about you know depression or you know suicidal thoughts and stuff but it, it all comes under one umbrella because unfortunately loss can lead to those things yeah. losing someone can be just as devastating as feeling depressed um and, the, and you know there's i'm not going to go into the, the key differences because that's not the point what i was trying to advocate and as you put so nicely is regardless of whatever you're feeling if you're feeling negative or feeling hurt in whatever way by losing someone or losing something yourself if you're not feeling yourself if someone you know is not feeling themselves access that support or put on your favorite tv episode like i said previously in this episode so a lot of people and i've done it myself we tend to identify with a character or we have a comfort mm-hmm. character that takes us away from all the shit that's going on with ourselves at the moment grub is a very good tool for that yeah. there's a lot of light-hearted stuff that but still has a lot of realism in it so you're not completely disengaged but if you have to completely disengage, go read a comic, go put on a song, read a book, watch a dumb TV show. But just learn to accept what you're feeling and then talk about it. Um, you know, 
I know I spiel the mental health stuff for quite a bit in these episodes, but I I work in it. I know what can happen if you don't. Um, so I will advocate it sometimes within these podcasts. Um, but yeah, kind of going back. Um, unless you have anything else to say, Nap, I don't think we're going to do the heroes villains scores this week because there's one, there's no heroes or villains really. And yeah. I feel like this is more of a. This was just a shout out to how shows who will that ha- deliver proper good messages and real messages can actually be no I, I absolutely i mean in terms of sort of furthering i don't know any sort of uh perspective on on this episode i i wouldn't have too much more to say i think we've we've covered the, the core message of it and and you know how that's impacted us and, and the overall impact it can have and uh I think again, it's just an absolutely phenomenal episode, delivered, you know, brilliantly, and hand, handles you know very delicate subjects with with extreme care and 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 precision. And I think that's, you know, that's how doctors should do it, I suppose. But yeah, I think it's a phenomenal episode and a great choice. And you know, if we cover more sort of heavier topics on the this podcast, I think, you know, I think we 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 want to, I believe, you know, we want to cover things that when it when it comes to personal impact, as Aiden said it's not always going to be positive you know if the stuff we discuss like i'm a habitual sort of escapist so for me a lot of the content i discuss is you know more positive stuff because i need it to be positive because it's sort of an escape route and i think a lot of people are like that with you know their, their favorite music or their, their comics you know when i was younger i used to read a lot because you know the books were a, a good escape and i think there are far you know millions of people around the world that are in the same sort of boat and so the way we, you know that that does impact the way we consume the content and therefore you know the the end result of consuming that content the impact i suppose so yeah i, I think you've made a fantastic choice with this episode and uh you know i think we'll, we'll we'll we will have other episodes in the future where we do discuss more sort of i guess real topics so yeah i mean you say real topics and i totally agree with you but again surprisingly there are some shows that you wouldn't expect it from. I mean, we were talking, mm-hmm. you've mentioned in this, The Simpsons. I can think of an episode of Tom and Jerry that is ridiculously somber. <laughs> you know, there's there's cartoons as well as shows that deliver really important messages. So, um, you know, if and when they decide to come, we'll deal with that. But yeah. for now, yeah. unless you've got anything else to say, um, be safe, everyone. Thank you for listening to this kind of more serious episode. Um, please go and enjoy Scrubs, enjoy mm. this episode, and then please go and watch some of the light-hearted episodes just to bring <laughs> you back into reality yeah. and a bit of happiness. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, guys, um, and take care of yourselves. Thanks again for joining us for this fifth episode of the Nerd Impact Podcast. Join us again next week for a discussion of Michael Bay's 2007 Transformers movie. You can find us on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and also our newly created Facebook page.